Welcome to Frankly Speaking About Family Medicine, a CME podcast series where each week we translate today's late-breaking clinical research and news into tomorrow's practice. I'm Frank Domino, professor in the Department of Family Medicine and Community Health at the University of Massachusetts Medical School and editor-in-chief of the 5-Minute Clinical Consult series. Be sure to visit primed.com podcast after the discussion for more information about today's article and to claim CME-CE credit. Margaret is a 72-year-old retired elementary school teacher. She comes in today for her yearly wellness visit. Her past medical history is significant for open angle glaucoma under good control, osteoarthritis of her wrists and knees, and osteoporosis. Her current medications include eye drops for her glaucoma, acetaminophen on a PRN basis, and a bisphosphonate as well as daily calcium. She has no complaints today, but some questions. Her friends have all joined a Tai Chi class at the local YMCA. She's been walking daily with her friends, which she knows is good for her bones, but she wasn't sure about this new exercise. She was thinking about joining the class at a senior center. Would it be better than walking for her? Hi, this is Frank Domino, professor in the Department of Family Medicine and Community Health at the University of Massachusetts Medical School. And joining me today to talk about exercise, fall risk, and Tai Chi is Susan Feeney, Assistant Professor and Coordinator of the Family Nurse Practitioner Tract at the University of Massachusetts Medical School Graduate School of Nursing. Hi, Susan. Hi, Frank. So we worry lots about all sorts of diseases in our senior patients. We sometimes forget the obvious things like falls. Can you tell us a little bit about the risk of falls in the elderly and who's at greatest risk? Well, falls is a pretty significant risk for for people. In community dwellers, 28% of folks who are 65 years and older fall in this country. And about 40% of those folks go on to have serious injury, hospitalization, or death. So that's pretty significant. And from a cost standpoint, um, 2015 said that greater than $50 billion was spent on fall, uh, treating people who had fallen, and 75% of that came out of Medicare. Wow. So this is not a trivial thing, both for the function, and then you think about the care of the families and the people who care for these folks. It, it's a significant issue. So um, we know the things that, um, that can cause falls, and it's usually lack of function or mobility, uh, obstacles in the house, you know, stairs and pets and throw rugs and poor lighting. But um, we, we are not, I think, um, as astute at really assessing this, even though we, we give it a lot of lip service. I, th- I think you're probably right. Um, so it raises the question then, what can we as clinicians do to help prevent falls in these patients? Well, first of all, um, we, we really need to do some um, ask what's going on and do these assessments um, in our patients when they're in the office. And, and I know that a lot of the Medicare uh, quality improvement metrics, we have to do this. But the evidence tells us that exercise is probably the best way to prevent falls, keeping people strong, balanced, um, keeping their bones strong, and that kind of thing is the best prevention. And, um, you know, encouraging that, and that also means, you know, not just telling people to do exercise at home, is finding out what's in your community to help your patients uh, get that great exercise. Oh, I think I think you're absolutely right. So you talk about what's in the community. Can you tell us a little bit about the research on Tai Chi in particular for the prevention of falls? Um, it's really interesting. There has been actually um, a lot of it, a lot of um, uh, research on Tai Chi and in the elderly and how it's helped to prevent falls. But there was a recent study that actually looked at. There hasn't been a lot of comparative studies, 
And this study that was recently uh, published looked at 670 elders in the community um, who were at risk. They'd either fallen in the last six months, uh, excuse me, last 12 months, or they had um, decreased function. So they had a, a delayed, you know, timed get up and go test. And they found that Tai Chi was actually superior to sort of a standard exercise program and better than just plain strengthening exercises for folks in, um, to, and they prevented falls pretty significantly in that group. Wow. So, um, I mean, I've typically referred patients to physical therapy or exercise classes. So the Tai Chi was had a better impact on reducing the risk of falls? Yes. And it seems to be, it also had as a secondary outcome, um, as well as the multimodal exercise, that it helped with cognitive function as well. So when you dive into the literature on, on Tai Chi, um, it seems because it's, it works on stability. So they have to fix themselves in one place and then move another part of the body. They refer to it as the yin-yang kind of concept. But it appears to really work on balance and strengthening muscles throughout the core as opposed to you know, where we would do isolated strength exercises. So it does seem to have a significant improvement on balance and reducing falls. So the Tai Chi was more effective than what they called multimodal exercise. Right, multimodal exercise was your standard exercise of aerobics and flexibility and, and strength, mm -hmm. uh, strength training. And both of those, it, it appeared from the study, did better than just doing plain old stretching. Absolutely, the plain old strength, uh, strengthening exercises was the control and both multimodal exercise and Tai Chi were better, but Tai Chi was superior to multimodal. Well, how available are Tai Chi classes for seniors in the community? They are um, pretty, pretty available. Most senior centers have some type of ch Tai Chi, um, and um, some of the assisted livings have it. Um, some of the hospitals in their community outreach will have Tai Chi. Um, and the, the thing about Tai Chi is that it, um, it's also a social kind of activity. So people, you know, there's, there's the added benefit of, of not just going to work with a physical therapist or doing something in your home. You're actually out with a group of people doing this activity. So it's a really has a lot of benefit. I really like the fact that it also seems to improve cognition. Yes. And, and, and when I did a little deep dive into the Tai Chi, um, they really talk about it being because of the nature of the exercise. It is musculoskeletal. It is sensory because they have to sort of tie into how they're feeling as they're standing and paying attention to various parts of their body. And they also have to follow sort of a complex set of, of directions that it does seem to help with cognition. And, and it does seem that there's a meditative component to Tai Chi that probably helps with being centered, exactly. being less anxious, and yeah. more, more focused. Yeah, and they, they uh, talk about the fact that it was, it's 400 years old or, or more, and it's really a martial arts uh, modality, <laughs> but there are different agency, uh, different groups that have made sort of therapeutic Tai Chi where they have 8 to 16 different po poses. And so you spend some time teaching the person, you know, what these different poses are, and then they can practice those at home as well. And um, it's, it's really about um, paying attention, feeling, you know, understanding the sensation in your body, uh, right positioning, and, you know, keeping one part tense and still and another part moving. So it's, it's a fascinating exercise, and I, I, I believe everyone should be doing Tai Chi after reading this. I think so. So what do we tell Margaret? So I'm going to tell Margaret, absolutely. You know, if you're, if you're interested in this, go for it, because... 
you know, she's not fallen before. She, you know, I haven't done a, a time to go up, get up and go test on her, but she's got osteoporosis. She has osteoarthritis. She's at risk. If she were to fall, this could be really devastating to her. And I would tell her that if you're going to class anyway, if they have Tai Chi, we have some evidence that, that can really help keep you strong, possibly prevent a fall, um, and keep you sharp. Excellent, Susan. Well, I'll see you out on the Tai Chi court soon. <laughs> And thank you very much for discussing these new findings on how to reduce falls in senior citizens. My pleasure. Practice pointer, consider Tai Chi as an effective tool to prevent falls and maintain independence for senior citizen patients. Join us next time when we discuss the role alcohol plays in newly diagnosed heart failure. Thank you for listening to Frankly Speaking About Family Medicine, brought to you by PrimeMed. To claim credit and receive additional information about the article referenced in today's episode, visit primed.com slash podcast and see you next week.